0: Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We are here talking about getting ready for Jesus to return. It's not his will that one should perish. And so he's calling us to be that beautiful bride without blemish, without spot or wrinkle. And the only way we can be that beautiful bride is to let him recreate us and his likeness. And so that's what we're learning. He He's giving us the things that we need to know ahead of time, so we can stand before him that day without blemish. He doesn't want us to know at the last minute, you don't want to hear at the last minute right then when you stand before him, that you weren't doing the will of the Father. And so he's teaching us today. He's been teaching us that we have to do the will of the Father in order to live with him for eternity. And we're not doing it. So let us just sit here and let him correct us today. He corrects those he loves. He's giving us instruction so we can be ready that day. We acknowledge you, Jesus. We acknowledge your correction. Instruct us, Lord. Teach us your way so we can stand before you that day. And you can be pleased with the recreation that you see in us. We thank you that you are fitting us eternity. I love you and praise you in your name. So I had quite the day yesterday and even this morning because Jesus was telling me how he felt. We've been talking about those people on the street, the poor people and his main objective is to tell us that if we trust him, he loves us even as much as them. But his heart is for them, because we have, and they don't. And he's asking us to give what we have. We looked at that in Corinthians, and he would multiply what we have so we could be generous and giving to the point where we can take care of them. and we can minister Jesus to them. Jesus is wanting us to be like him. acts ten thirty eight he went around doing good healing all who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. I want to read that to you. Acts 10.38, God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, and he went about doing good, in particular, curing all who were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. God is promising to be with us. He's calling us to go around doing good, Healing all those who are harassed and oppressed by the devil. I listened to an interview on YouTube the other day, and um, the man was interviewing a girl. Uh, she was 42 years old. She was homeless. Um, she was so 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 skinny, and um, she she was on crack and heroin, and it was because she couldn't handle. Her circumstances, she said that. She wants to come clean, but she couldn't handle her circumstances. And I want you to know, she is harassed and oppressed by the enemy. The man didn't know Jesus, and so he wasn't able to help her. And the sad thing, too, is at the end, he said, is there anything you want to ask me? She allowed him to interview her and put it on YouTube. And she was asking him for a shower, She would like to have uh, some clean clothes and a shower. And he said, well, I'll be back next week. I'll meet you here next week. And and before that, it was like he got her hopes up. He asked her what size clothes she wore. And um, it it just seemed like he was going to do something. And I was so excited to see that he was going to do something, but he didn't do anything. And you could just see the sadness in her eyes. You could see that. I've been watching videos like this because the Lord is showing me his heart is for them. And we don't think about them. And you know why? Because we don't sit with him long enough to feel his feelings or want to be corrected. He told me a while back, we are in a great time of testing. You know, it's almost like I hear, do you love me or don't you love me? She loves me, she loves me not. You know, that flower thing. She loves me, she loves me not. Do we care enough to sit with him and find out that he is feeling their feelings? I was in the shower last night, and I could feel his pain for her. For those who can't have a shower, they don't have a shower because they're on the street. And how I could just feel his feelings, like he felt what they felt. He's so close to them. He loves them so much that he could feel what they felt. He He could feel what they felt. And then I could feel it. I could feel his pain. And I could hear him saying, she can't feel that shower. There's many there having a shower. And he said to tell the people, if they allow me to tell them how I feel, I will. I'll show them. They'll be able to feel what you felt. If we're willing to be tested, he'll test us. Do you love me or don't you love me? In fact, we're being tested already. Will you even give him the time of day to tell you how he's grieving, what's on his mind? How those people out there that are being harassed and oppressed by the enemy aren't being helped especially by the Christians, they need more than food and clothing. They need Jesus. And we're not giving them Jesus. We not only don't have money to give them, which is why we turn away, is spiritually, we can't help them either because we don't even know we're harassed and oppressed by the enemy. We don't know that. We don't know we're harassed and oppressed by the enemy. That The problems in our life are because we're letting the enemy take over. Jesus gave us power and authority over him. And we're letting him take power and authority over us. In Luke 10, he he sent out the 70. He sent them out ahead of him to tell people that the kingdom of God is here. And he said, lay hands on the sick. Cast out demons. And they returned with joy. And they said, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And then he said, behold, I have given you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over the power of the enemy, the enemy, over the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven. Is your name enrolled in heaven? Are you doing the will of the Father, or will Jesus say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father The will of the Father is to help the homeless, the poor. And we're so distracted. We're so controlled by the enemy. He he has us bound so that we can't go do the work. We live according to the world system. We're harassed and oppressed, controlled by the enemy doing his work rather than the Lord's work. We're on the wide path doing what they do. We would say this person has a mental illness, and Jesus would say, cast a demon out of him. The boy, the epileptic boy, wasn't taken to the doctor and put on medication. Jesus cast a demon out of him. And the disciples said, why couldn't we do that? He said, because of your littleness of faith. We have a littleness of faith. Jesus is coming, and he's testing us, and he's asking us to prepare the way for him. Will you do it? Will you go around doing good? Will you cure those with God's power in you who are harassed and oppressed by the enemy? Will you speak Jesus to those people on the street? He's asking us to do that for him, to stop worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear. But to think about him, get on your knees and say, Jesus, what What do you want to say? What are you feeling? What can I do? What should I do? And he'll tell you. And then you do it. It might even start by picking up some garbage in the parking lot. And there's so much garbage. And you're thinking, I can't even pick all that up. Yes, you can allowed you time to do that and whether you obey him or not will be um will prepare the way for you to stand before him because if you obey him in little things he's going to give you greater things to do if you care about what he cares about he's going to start opening up his heart to you he wanted me to tell you that if you care about what he cares about and you show him you care just by picking up some garbage or giving somebody your last $10 or whatever he's asking you to do. He'll start showing you. He'll start showing you who he is, how he's feeling, what he's thinking. And when he does that, I don't even know how to describe it. To know how he feels and to know that he's feeling The pain those people are feeling, and he feels your pain, and he feels my pain. And he's asking us to go for him, to prepare the way for him, just like he was the 77, or the 70, whatever it was. He sent out 70, I guess. And he said, carry no personal provision, no change of sandals, That's all we're about. It's our stuff, I know. Stop worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're drinking, what you're going to wear. Lay it down. Stop worrying because if you're worrying, you're going to be following the voice of the enemy and you're going to have excuses for what you do. And then when you stand before Jesus that day, he's going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't know me. You don't even know what's going on because you're worrying about your life. Isn't life more important than all that? Isn't it? He's asking us pretty much like he did the rich young ruler. Sell your stuff, give it to the poor, and follow me. I got something for you to do. I'm coming. He's asking you to give up worry and, and stuff and make the way for him. Care about what he cares about. Do whatever he's telling you to do. It's a time of testing. He's already separating us. The sheep from the goats. Which line are you in? If you haven't felt his feelings, you want to. Because that makes it real to you, what he needs for you to do for him. It makes heaven and hell a reality, and you want that. Otherwise, you're going to be going down the wide path with everyone else. If you haven't experienced an emotional moment with someone, you can't know what they're going through. He's long-suffering because he cares, not only for those that are suffering, but he cares for you, that you're not paying attention and that you think you're going to have eternal life, but you may not. He wants you to know ahead of time where you stand, and you're not going to know that unless you sit at his feet now. And find out now that you're not doing the will of the Father. And find out now that he may have to say to you, away from me, I never knew you. He told me ahead of time. He's telling me ahead of time I'm not right with him. That makes me afraid. That makes me have to get to the place where I can feel his feelings and I have... Understanding and compassion for him. Will you sit down with him? Will you find out what he needs you to do? Will you let him test you? That's what he told me to tell you. Will you allow him to test you? Will you allow him to test your love for him? He said, if you love me, you'll obey me. He wants to do that he needs us to go for him. It's not his will that one should perish. And he's long suffering waiting for us to repent and prepare the way for him. Revelation three nineteen. He said he corrects those he loves. Those he dearly and tenderly loves, he corrects. Those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their faults and convict and convince. and Unreproven and chasten, and I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic and earnest and burning with zeal and repent, changing your mind and attitude. Verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he will eat with me. He who overcomes who is victorious. I'll grant him to sit beside me on my throne as I myself overcame and was victorious and sat down next to my father on at his throne. He who's able to hear, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit is saying. I want to read to you, I feel prompted to read to you, Revelation. Um Three verse 5. Thus he who conquers who is victorious be clad in white garments. I will not erase or blot his name out of the book of life. I will acknowledge him as mine and I will confess his name openly before my father and before his angels. And again, he who is able to hear, let him be listening to, let him listen to and heed what the Holy Spirit is saying. You can say that prayer and you, you can meet Jesus and then become lukewarm and turn away from him. And your name can be, get blotted out of the book of life because you've turned away from him. When you say that prayer, you're becoming engaged to marry him, to be a part of his life. And when the enemy comes against you, Jesus, if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. When the enemy comes against you and pulls you away and you're not victorious, you're not that overcomer, but you go ahead and let him harass and oppress you. Your name can be blotted out of the book of life. But Jesus wants you to know today. He wants you to know the truth. And he wants you to take that authority that you have been given And start using it. Stop leaning towards the world's way. And take that authority over the enemy. And go ahead and break those chains. Stop listening to him. Corinthians says, take captive every thought because the enemy comes into your thinking. He harasses and oppresses. He tells you you have to have that drink. He tells you that you need these things to feel better. But you know better. All you need is Jesus. But you haven't taken the time to sit at his feet. And let him fill you to overflowing with his spirit. Let him empower you. Say, yes, Lord. And then let him send you out and be that witness for him. Stop wasting this time, say the Lord. The time is near for my return. I need you to feel my feelings. So you can have compassion for those I have compassion for. So you can raise the dead, cast out demons, lay hands on the sick. Enough is enough, saith the Lord. It's time for you to prepare the way for me. Wow. Jesus, you're so good to us. We thank you and praise you for that word. We thank you and praise you. I thank you for letting me feel your feelings for giving me the compassion I need to help those that you put in my path. Help us, Lord, for it's not to be all about us. And actually, it gets to that place when you start showing us the truth, when you correct us as we just read, instruct, convict, and convince us of what is important. Send us out, Lord. We're willing. Send us out. We're willing. I'm willing, Lord. Thank you. Praise you. If you never prayed that prayer, Jesus is knocking at your heart, the door of your heart. He's asking you, will you heed my voice? Will you become engaged with me? Will you marry me? Will you commit to me? Will you give up your old life and live this new life I have for you? Will you? Will you do that for me? Then I would like to come and live on the inside of you and change who you are. Recreate you in my likeness and fit you for heaven for that eternal life with me. And go and show who I am. And have compassion on who I have compassion on. Love those that I love. I pray you. I went for a walk this morning, and he just reminded me of, on my walk, how um, to explain how he's feeling. And many of us have kids. And he said, imagine your own son or daughter on the street, addicted to heroin, because they need some kind of comfort. That girl, she got money, she'd go spend it on heroin or crack, whatever, just so she could get through the day. Anyway, he said, imagine that you weren't here in the physical to help your son or daughter, but you, you knew people that said, I love you, and you were asking them to take care of them get that situation figured out for you. They said they love you, but they didn't do anything. And meanwhile, you watch your son or daughter on the street suffering without anyone who cared. Will you go for me, say the Lord? He pains for them. It hurts him. And it's not only them. You know all the nasty things that are going on in the world. Will you go where he sends you and do what he asks you to do? He's asking you, get on your knees and answer him. Find out your instruction. I was thinking during that interview, the man had like a list of questions he asked her. And he said, what's the worst thing about being out on the street? She said, the people. The people, they don't care. They only care about themselves. They don't care for you. Isn't that horrible? We're the people. We're the ones who walk by, and we only care about us. We're on our way to do something. Do we stop and care? Or do we judge? Oh, she's going to just buy more heroin anyway. Well, if you know Jesus... You can help her. You can help her so she doesn't buy more heroin. Let's do this thing. Say the Lord.